Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello and welcome to the All by the Popcorn podcast. I'm Alessandra. And I'm Emily. And today we are talking about two movies, um, two British films, Spencer mm-hmm. and Belfast. Well, actually, I'm sorry. Belfast is an Irish film. I, I hate to really... Uh, UK films oh. plus Ireland. <laughs> right, right, right. Yes, they're, they're completely different um, continents, different islands entirely. <laughs> <laughs> Both about um, family mm-hmm. and... Uh, and the best, and making the best decisions for your family, I guess, is, is how we're going to tie these two movies together. Yeah. I Yeah, I mean, the only other way I was going to think we talked about Belfast was also pairing it with Come On, Come On, which is also in black and white. But That's true, but we I haven't decided, seen that one yet. Yeah, I haven't seen that one yet either, so we're talking about Spencer and Belfast. Yeah, and I say we uh, talk about Spencer first because I that's that's the one that I saw the the farthest back. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. All right. So we've got Kristen Stewart playing um playing the part of Princess Diana. Um what do you think of this which casting? What um I thought it was I thought it was good. Um, I recognized um, Jack Farthing. He's in um, he's he's in um, Poldark, mm. um, which which I watched all of. Uh-huh. Um, and his character was a total asshole, but he was really good. Um, and he was yeah. kind of an asshole in this, so I guess he's just he likes to play the asshole. <laughs> apparently, his face is very asshole like, but in a like attractive way. Yeah, I'd say that. Do you just do you do you just wanna do you wanna punch it and then you wanna kiss it? <laughs> um Yeah, so this movie was honestly a lot more insular than I expected it to be. It only takes place over about three or four days in the Christmas holiday. Um after Diana has already been shunned from the family, basically. Yeah, so I know nothing about princess diana really um why was why was she shunned just because she what she was different from the rest of the family i know she i the only things i know about her is that i think she was depressed um and she you know maybe wore stuff that the that the that she wore like very fashionable stuff that maybe the the royal family didn't didn't appreciate her wearing Mm -hmm. i think that that was that's all i really know about her yeah, so I watched The Crown, um, and then I watched another documentary on Netflix about her, uh, and then I've watched this movie, 
And now I'm listening to a podcast about Diana called When Diana Met. So I am like getting uh, a lot more versed in the events of Diana's life. Um, Mm -hmm, She mm -hmm, really mm -hmm. was like a very tragic figure in our pop culture and in society. And a lot of people really related to her because of how kind of like it seemed like she was very different from the royal family. And they called her the people's princess because she really was able to connect with the people on a more personal level than any of the other uh, royals at the time. So, okay, that's kind of what the context is. But this movie, I guess, I mean, I didn't know when it was going to take place. Apparently, it's uh, she's been married to her terrible husband, Prince Charles, for about a decade now. And the two of them just were really not um, matched uh, for a marriage. Like, the two of them really didn't get along. And uh, eventually, they do get divorced. So, I think... uh, okay. Which is which is wild because you know uh, divorces in the royal family are not cool. So this or they're uh, not a they're they're not liked. No, um, they don't they don't like that they happen. But like, beside the fact that this is about Princess Diana, to be honest, it's really like a very heavy character study. She's in every single scene, mostly except for the kitchen staff uh, scenes and. She really just is watched a lot by the camera. I feel so uh, connected to the person in this uh, with Pablo Lorraine's directing. It really is amazing. Yeah, I remember really enjoying the camera work. Um, I thought every scene was very beautiful. Um, I thought Kristen looked great. Um, I loved the costumes. Um I don't know if I, if I don't, I don't think Kristen was doing a, was doing a very good accent. Mm. Um, I don't know. It was something about, like, again, I don't know how Princess Diana talked, if, if she was truly, like, trying to, trying to match how she talked or if she was just trying to successfully do a British accent. I don't know. I wasn't, I wasn't completely reined in to Kristen Stewart's performance. Um, I thought she, I thought she did, I thought she did okay. I left it okay. Um, this movie was very unnerving at some points, especially when they kind of brought in the more like, um, um, like when she was seeing things, like she was seeing Anne Boleyn, mm-hmm. um, and you didn't really know if like you know she was just being paranoid or if people were actually like out to get her. Like, oh, you put that book in my room, like you you wanted me to read it, because um, yeah. like even even a Timothy. Spall. Timothy Spall's character was like very, very creepy and like yeah. kind of like, what are you doing, dude? Are you? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It was it it, it, it kind of kept things like up in the air. Um, and I liked that. I liked that aspect of it, and I appreciated that in the movie. I just thought the movie was still kind of all over the place, and I kind of wanted to be a bit more focused. Yeah, it seemed to not really have a plot. Yeah, um, it, which it you know uh is fine. Like she's just trying to get through the weekend. So I kind of relate it to Pablo Lorraine's other film, Jackie, that we watched a few years ago. And that yes. was kind of a similar feeling where it's just kind of a portrait 
of a person. Yeah. You know, and to be honest, it's like kind of like trying to... That's why I think this isn't really exactly about Diana. Like, it's kind of like a character in itself because not everybody really knew Diana. So it's like, how could you really know someone? So you're watching a movie about a character that was written to enjoy us, like to enjoy as we're watching this movie who, you know, is struggling with bulimia and mental health and um, who is a good mother to her children and is obsessive, um, but also really loving. And so we've just got this dynamic person. And in terms of that, I think it was very successful. Yeah, I mean, in kind of just getting a a, a snapshot of this of this person, um, and kind of what was what was happening to them at the time. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I'd say the movie did what it was trying to do. The part with um, the part with uh, what is it? Um, Sally Hawkins uh-huh. kind of was kind of just it wasn't weird, but just like kind of came up out of nowhere, and I was uh-huh. like, okay, like. When when she like basically confessed her love for I don't, I don't even know if Sally Hawkins was really there or if she was just seeing her. Um, <laughs> That's true. Because again, like because like she show she's there, but then she kind of leaves. Yeah. And then she's like she she already mistook another um like maid as as um what was her name Maggie or something I think the Sally's character was. Yeah. Um, and like she kind of mis- mistook her or like you know was seeing things and thought that another maid was was Maggie. So, like, don't even know if she was really there, but then, like, Maggie kind of tells her that she's always loved her, and, I, and like, and that's fine, but it just kind of came out of nowhere, and I was like, okay, sure, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She was kind of, like, the only other person that understood her, and I think you're right, she may have not been real anyway. And that was kind of, like, the surrealist feeling of this movie, like, when she's eating the pearls the soup in the soup yeah, and the pearls the pearls fall off yeah and it was like really painful for her and she was like i thought that was really a really good beautiful moment in the movie because it really just was a very good way to explain the feeling of sitting there for her how grating it was for her to be amongst these people who hated her who she hated and she couldn't even like bear to be there and spend any time with yeah. them at all. So, yeah, and just finding just finding any little thing that she could do to to disobey them, like wearing her clothes out of order, or being late to dinner, or being late to things, to or the photo. yeah, like, yeah. And oh, yeah. and that scene where she like she is she's cutting the curtains open, mm-hmm. and then she like cuts her arm, and I was like, oh gosh, like it was so yeah, it was so. So shocking. It was scary. This movie was very scary as well. <laughs> well, it it really, I think, was successful in getting into the mind of somebody who is going through something like this. And in real life, Diana was really going through a lot of crazy stuff. Like she was struggling with her mental health and then she kind of comes to grips with it later, right before she dies. But she like had hurt herself in the past when she was pregnant with um, her son, William, she threw herself down the stairs because she wanted oh, really? to, yeah, because she wanted to uh, get her husband's attention. So it's kind of like the 
fact that like this woman was kind of trapped and stuck and i think that the way that they portrayed that was like pretty well done in terms of just like her trying to to grasp her freedom you know and drive herself around and stuff yeah exactly and uh and so who is who is spencer referencing she says it a couple of times her dad her father or what okay that's what i thought yeah her father who i think is not around anymore at the time of this movie like and okay i think he's dead so and also like her family home has been um released like it's not Mm -hmm. it's nobody's using it anymore which is crazy um she has another sister in real life who married off as well so i don't i didn't know anything about that house and everything but it oh uh, yeah it was also kind of an interesting thing that she was fixated on uh, yeah being father. able to get into her house that was like falling apart and like wasn't wasn't safe to be in mm-hmm. um and that scene where she's like climbing up the stairs in that dress and the the, the stairs mm. are just like crumbling beneath her feet it was so so scary and then she then she finally like pulls that pearl necklace off again mm-hmm. um because yeah because then there was then there was talks of like her her husband cheating on her and like giving jewelry to other women mm-hmm. um and possibly giving jewelry giving the same jewelry to both uh diana and other women no it was um, um it's it's uh the woman who is charles's wife currently um, oh, okay. Yeah, she she's uh what's her name? Um God. She has <laughs> she has three names. Everybody hates her because Charles was always in love with her and never yeah. loved Diana. <laughs> so Oh. Um God, what's her name? It's gonna kill me. They finally got <laughs> married in like the two thousands as well. Yeah. Um because he's a, he was always in love with Camilla, Camilla Parker Bowles. Um, that's who it is. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, that's kind of also the other aspect of Diana's story is the fact that she was married when she was nineteen, and she married uh, the prince, and she had no idea that he had had this prior relationship, and she was already married Camilla Parker Bowles, but she was still best friends with Charles and lovers with him. Um, throughout her oh i see the marriage with with diana um Mm. but this is kind of like a a moment in time where diana kind of takes hold of her own life i think especially at the end of the movie it was very hopeful which i i didn't expect this ending to be so hopeful with her sons yeah when she when she goes um when they're out shooting and she you know tries to tell charles that william doesn't doesn't want to shoot he never wanted to shoot and he's like well he has to he's like forcing him to shoot basically mm-hmm. and she goes out there and she she takes her sons back which i i love both of her um both of the kids that played harry and yeah. william they're really cute and they were really good and, actors too and they had some really good scenes with with Kristen. they they actually did have like some really cute chemistry um being being mother and sons um yeah. And their little, their little scene where they were unwrapping the presents, and she just found those little like lobster and 
and shrimp plushies to give them or lobster and crab or something. Yeah. And they're like, why would you give us this? This is so weird. And she's like, I don't know. It's just the first thing I saw. And she just. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's It's really cute. It's very cute. And yeah, I love that the scene where she like found them after dark and and, uh, played that game where she was like, tell me your name, soldier. And then they had to like answer like they were in the military it was a mm-hmm. really, yeah. really cute scene. Um, and just, like, really felt, I don't know, like, I I honestly really enjoyed Kristen Stewart's performance just playing this character. I know the accent kind of drove you crazy, but if you listen to the way that Diana talked, it, it was it was kind of like this. Like, it it's a weird accent. So, I... Uh, was it? Okay. Yeah, she just has, like, this really um, drawn-out kind of old sounding accent um drawn out but also like frantic yeah like it like it just it just sounded like Kristen was just trying to get her lines out as fast Mm, as possible uh, she could move on to the next line like just yeah okay scene done let's do the next one like it was just it was (laughs) again really wish i really wish i could have (laughs) subtitles i I can't believe like how dependent i am (laughs) on subtitles now these days um yeah but yeah. Oh, I agree with you. She really was quite frantic in the way that she was performing. Um, you know, and that's like Which is which is which is fine for the character yeah. if you think about it. <laughs> yeah. But it's just it was the accent. It, uh-huh. it was really getting me. And then again, again, I can't I can't drink a large soda during no, movies anymore. Right. I, I oh. really had to use a restroom during this movie. Oh and I was like God. trying to finish it. Because it wasn't that long. No, I don't think. I, I don't think it was supposed to be that long. No. And and I was like, oh my god. <laughs> This was part of my suite of movies that I saw in 24 hours because I saw this movie and then the next day I saw Last Night in Soho and French Dispatch in a twofer. So uh, I was like, movie, like so so much going on in my brain. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So much Uh, happened. And I remember this movie being being very silent. I don't remember too much, too much music. Yeah, there was just some like 80s music. Um, yes. Like in the car the, and yes. stuff. <laughs> yeah. In the car. And then, then I think like in some other parts was, or no, I'm thinking of a different movie. No, I think you're right. Um, there just was, yeah, not a lot of music. I, I agree. I don't recall much. It was very like straightforward. And um, again, I, I like the surrealism. It really like made this movie a lot more interesting. Um, a lot more like, I I enjoy when people take risks like that. Like I, you know, storytelling is it's a it's a feeling, and I think the director did a really good job with the feelings in this movie. Yeah, and I also remember Jackie not having too much music in it either. Yeah, um, and kind of being just very like to the point in a way. I mean, there yeah. there wasn't too much of this uh of this like surrealism i don't think in jackie like i don't think there was anything like her hallucinating or you know seeing things that weren't there um hmm. interesting yeah i also liked at the end of this movie when she was running around in diana's famous clothing um it was when she was dancing yeah she was dancing yeah and like and she was wearing all those different clothes yeah i like that scene too it was fun. She, yeah, those were like 
some of Diana's iconic outfits. And so it was great to, to see Kristen going for it. Because it's kind of like, I mean, she was the main character. Like, it is it is a difficult movie to have all on your own. And I, I do think, I mean, I, I would hope that she would get nominated for this, to be honest, for an Oscar. She got nominated uh, for, for the Globe, so, I mean, it's possible. Mm-hmm. It's definitely possible. It's possible. So, I, I mean, it, we had uh, Natalie Portman get nominated for Jackie. So it's definitely possible that Kristen's going to get nominated, which is um, amazing. Like, it really is like a it's a major step forward for her as an actress. And for sure, this is definitely the best the best role I think she's been in. And and she did act. She did act well. It was just the accent (laughs) for me. Whether yeah. whether it's accurate and whether that she actually had a very good British accent, it di- it didn't sound very good to me. Um, but um, but yeah, I thought I thought she acted really well. Yeah. So um, people watch this movie. I'm sure they will when when she gets nominated. <laughs> Don't know if it'll get if it'll get anything else. Maybe costumes. Um, maybe costume. I'll, maybe costume. I'll say that because. I think Jackie also got nominated for costumes, and that was another period drama. So, um, yeah, maybe you know, this this was uh, beautiful costumes. I think by somebody famous. Um, I'm just gonna look. There's Someone several famous? movies that we need to see. Still, everybody. So we're getting um, through it. Y- <laughs> yeah. Um. I've been really bad on my movie watching game. So, uh, Jacqueline Duran. Jacqueline Duran was the, the, the costume. She has done so many beautiful things. Highlights are Little Women, Atonement, (gasps) 1917, Beauty and the Beast, Anna Karenina, Darkest Hour, um, the new okay, the Batman well, movie. I mean, she's amazing. Definitely getting. She's definitely. Pride and Prejudice. Okay. <gasps> okay. Oh damn. oh damn. Oh damn. Yeah, it's good stuff. So I th- yeah, I, I think a few nominations there. Yeah, Kristen. Costumes. Mm-hmm. I think. I think. I think it's got it. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's take a look at these uh, plot keywords. Mm-hmm. So we've got Princess, Christmas, 1990s, House, based on true story. Uh, okay. There we go. <laughs> Pretty good. I mean, it could have been like... Could, House could have also is added the like, most broad thing I've ever heard in my life. How, I know. Like, that could have been like royal family. It could have been some something. House something. is like anything. Like, everything takes place in a house. <laughs> I don't know. What, what other... Okay, I'm, I'm going to look up what other... I'm going to look up what other uh, keywords key terms go with okay apparently house is also in house of gucci <laughs> um i guess i guess if it had and then and then in kanto so that's interesting if it oh that's about alone, the house. okay i mean like these make sense to have like right, house right. in it it's about the house because, because in kanto <laughs> the movie the plot's kind of like about this house yeah right <laughs> and then and home alone it's in the title and it takes place pretty famously in a house right it does <laughs> yeah <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah i get all right okay. it's it's very weird though very vague um but all right let's go back back here 
Let's look at this meta score. It's got a pretty good meta score. Yeah. Um, a 73? 76. 76, yes. Um, it's got several 100s. But you like to go all yeah. the way down to the bottom, Emily. Let's uh, let's see what you have to be. You have to equally look at the positives and the negatives here. Two negatives, nine mixed, and forty-two positives. So that is a general score of positive over here. Wow, I did not think that. It, I mean, a, a seventy-six makes sense, but I I I don't know. A part of me was like, I I didn't think it would be this high. I really didn't. I I didn't, I didn't think it would be like extremely low, but. Um, I don't know. I didn't really like this movie. <laughs> oh, I liked it. I thought it was good. Like, I, I, to the point where I'm like, I won't watch it again. Like, yeah. am I glad I watched it? Yes. Am uh-huh. I glad I saw Kristen in this role? Yes. Will I go out of my way to watch it again? No. I, I won't will not. either. I agree with you. It's not my favorite. Much, much like I will not go out of my way to watch a Draki again. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think we honestly, if you guys go back and listen to what we said about Jackie, probably exactly that. I don't think I would watch this movie again. Probably won't watch this one again. Uh, but it was good, but I won't watch it again. Yeah. It was good, but but one one's good. One's enough. One's enough. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. All right, let's go down here to the bottom. The bottom. Okay, here we go. We've got two 25s. Um, I will read the Uprox one, which I don't think we, we read from Uprox very often. Mm-hmm. Um, give it a 25. Spencer treats Diana as if she was kidnapped into all this, being held against her will. It depicts her life as such a demeaning, excruciating, maddening spectacle that you wonder why she doesn't just leave. That Diana was a prisoner is a perspective meant to flatter that actually flattens. I don't, I don't, uh, this doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> mm. Well, it flattens, I guess. I mean, the, the, a lot of the, the middling ones sure. are also saying this as well. They're saying just the concept's a little limiting. Um, it's possible to admire the performance, but the fictionalized movie doesn't significantly add to the story. Many of us already know in exhaustive detail. Um, Except for me. So, I right. Mean, this you don't know anything about this, which, which to be honest is wild to me because she's, she's, a, she's an icon. I mean, there's really, you know, I, and I knew that and I knew that, but again, I'm not like, unless, unless I saw like a period drama or, or a movie like about well, kind of, you haven't watched the, the most recent season of the crown, which was the best season. I I haven't. I've only seen the first season of The Crown, and I am mad at myself that I haven't continued. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna restart that. I'm gonna restart that, and I'm gonna continue. It makes me I'm really gonna, happy to hear you say that because I'm gonna do it. It is really I'm good. gonna do it. Like that that show is, ama- It's just amazing. Like they really do such a good job on that on that show. Every episode is is written so freaking well like i just love it i might um, i don't think i was quite in the mood for it because sometimes i like to just watch mind-numbing stuff and i might still be in the mind-numbing um uh-huh. kind of kind of feeling right now but i'm gonna i'm gonna give it a try well I'm you gonna, could just I'm try. put it on the tv like you don't really need to pay attention it's just it's great performances great like great cast amazing cast that show very true 
Very so, true. So, um, I'm going to read a, a 100 since okay. we've got a I'll, I'll one, find a, I'll two, find a mixed three, one four, to read. Five, six, seven, eight 100s on here. Um, let's read The Guardian by Zan Brooks. Kristen Stewart proves entirely compelling in the title role. She gives an awkward and mannered performance as Diana, and this is entirely as it should be when one considers that Diana gave an awkward and mannered performance herself, garnishing her inbred posh hauteur with studied coquettish asides. Hmm. Okay. It's very nice. I think so they just very really nice. like the like the performance of Kristen, which you know, again, the character, the person. A really interesting person. To be honest, also Diana was such a um, unrelatable character in a sense. So that's the that's the uh, the dichotomy of Diana because she comes from a very well bred family and has to learn how to be an adult in the limelight and has to figure out who she is while married to the prince. Uh, in front of right. everyone. So it's kind of an insane role for her. Yeah. Did you read a, a mixed review already? I think you did. I just kind of overviewed some. Okay. Well, that's fine. All right. So we're going to move on to Belfast, which I just watched the other day. Um, and I watched not too long ago. I think I think over the last weekend. So it's still, still fairly fresh in my mind. And, you know, say what you will about Kenneth Branagh. We're not a fan of his. He is a oh, and very I will. good... Say, say what you will, and I will. <laughs> he is a very but good director. Okay, this movie he is... He is, is so good. Is very what good. <laughs> what what made us What made us have doubt in Kenneth? Was it... Well... Was it, um... It was did Cinderella. Did we watch something it was that we were just C- like... Cinderella was directed by him. We did not like that. The first Thor is also the directed live by action? him. The live action? Yes, the live action Cinderella. Was directed by Kenneth Branagh. Yes. Um, oh. And then, yes, the, the first Thor. Yes, yes, yes. I think that that... I mean, I don't know exactly what got us so badly, but we're just... <laughs> We're just not like huge fans of his. Was it the? Oh no! Wasn't it the the Orient Express or something? Mm, murder wasn't there the something Orient Express. Like... I mean, sure, they are a little bit. I, I never watched that. Which his other movie, the the Death on the Nile, has not come out yet. That was supposed mm, to okay. come out right as the pandemic started. Like it was literally oh. going to start in twenty twenty. And I don't even know if this movie is ever going to come out because it has Army Hammer in like a lead role. Oh, and uh, yeah, Army Hammer's kind of uh, yeah, kind of on the rocks right now. Uh-huh. So I don't even think that this movie is ever going to come out, which I don't think anybody even asked for it. So it's not like there's any what is Agatha it about? Christie. Fi- it's another Agatha Christie murder mystery with like a huge oh, okay. cast, like a really good cast, and they're on this boat. And that's it. Like they, somebody gets murdered, and then they have to figure out which Agatha Christie is great. But I don't think there's any Agatha Christie out fan out there that's like, I'm just dying to see Death on the Nile, directed by Kenneth <laughs> Branagh, starring Army <laughs> Hammer. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Uh, um. 
Anyway. But, uh, I I did I was not aware that Kenneth Branagh had had directed this. I, I guess I just missed that in the beginning credits. If if they bring up the director, but when I saw it, it at the very and he and he wrote it's about his f- own childhood, Emily. What? the... <laughs> okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna say something right now. I am going into movies completely blind. I don't look any of them up. Yeah. I don't. I try to not you know this spoilers obviously, but this also just trailers like i didn't see a trailer for this before seeing this yeah i don't know who was in it i i think i think a part of me knew that katrina balf was in this uh-huh um oh, i didn't I know her. judy dench was in this yeah. like so it or even a jamie dornan so um mm-hmm. i knew nothing mm-hmm. i literally knew nothing about this movie that's and good I, that's really good and i've been enjoying that i go into movies completely completely not knowing anything in a way and I just and I just take it for what it is, and whether I hated it or liked it. <laughs> so you so you like this one? I figured you would. I loved this I know, movie. I, I... <laughs> it was so good. Yeah, yeah. It was so good, Alessandra. I this cried kid. like honestly like five separate times in this movie. <laughs> I didn't cry. I didn't cry, but I was I was smiling. I was I was really feeling for this family. Um, fucking Merlin was in this movie. Oh yeah. <laughs> He's great. And I was when I saw him, I was like, Kimmy, Merlin. It's <laughs> just laughing. It's Jethro. It's Jethro in the middle of nowhere. In the middle of nowhere. <laughs> oh my gosh. I and so I was I was very surprised when I saw him and I was like, okay, this movie just even got better. Colin Morgan, um, that's his name. Yeah. Colin Morgan and like Katrina was so good. Ugh. The little boy was so good. Jamie Dornan was really good. <sighs> Judy Dent. Everyone, everyone was so good. I yes. know. Every single performance in this was like was so incredible. Good. Like, I will say it right now. I hope all of them get an Oscar nomination. Every single one of them. I fucking love them. And, and if this boy doesn't get a nomination, <laughs> oh, I will not. be... I will no. They don't nominate kids very often, you know. And I mean, he don't might. don't tremble, don't tremble this this kid. Don't do it. Don't do it. I still think salty. Certainly, still salty. Katrina Balfe, Judy Dench, and Ciaran Hines will get a nomination. I'm on the fence about Jamie Dornan and Jude Hill, even though Jamie Dornan was amazing, um, and I love to see him going back to his irish roots in films he has been doing that a lot recently as i said i have been watching a lot of jamie dornan movies for some reason he's being thrust in my direction this past year so and you know what enjoy it (laughs) yeah i i would like some more jamie dornan now that i've seen this movie i'm like he's cute he's very cute he's great he's a great irish actor great actor yeah he really you know he's very attractive but you know so is uh katrina balf she is i just i mean i'm a huge fan of her she gets nominated as being claire from outlander every year in the golden globes or in the emmys because she's so good because she's fucking amazing and just like so good i and i I want her to be in more movies like like i'm 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 done with outlander i know outlander is a great show but i'm i'm just personally done with it yeah um so i would love to see her in other stuff yeah like this is like this is good like i want to see her more in other roles um so hopefully she can she can branch out now because of this um Mm -hmm. and um and i love the movie wasn't black and white the only kind of color parts we got was like showing i guess belfast in uh in current times and then kind of drifting back into a um 19 
19, what was it? 68 or 69? 1968 or 69? Uh Uh, In the late 1960s. Um, And then I think the only other color scene we got was when they went to that play. Yeah, the Um, movies where they saw 10,000 BC and also the play. Yeah. Oh, was the movie in color? Okay, I don't remember seeing that. Yeah. But I remember, I remember the play, the like seeing the guy's skin color, like the actors, like, and I, I was like, is this part in black and white? And I was like, no, that's the guy's skin color. Yeah, they were seeing. I was like, okay, yeah. Um, so that was interesting. I wonder what the what the choice was for for that because I I thought they were very striking and um, like interesting. If if there was any yeah. significance to doing that. Well, I mean, I don't know, but also something else about this was. The cinematography was unbelievable. Every single shot of this film is an award-winning shot. It's just every single shot was absolutely gorgeous. It made me emotional, like, watching this. And I, I, you know, I don't get emotional from cinematography, like, ever. (laughs) <laughs> I'm no, not getting I emotional would, just thinking about it now. I wouldn't think so. I wouldn't think so. Oh my god, it was so well done. It just it has to win. I don't even I don't even I'm making this choice right now. I don't there's no other cho- like this is it. We we haven't even you heard watched it here. You heard it here first folks without <sighs> without even releasing our Oscar our Oscar nominated theories, our Oscar winning theories. Alexander's picking Belfast for for best picture. No, I'm picking it for cinematography. Sorry, cinematography. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay. I, I haven't watched all the other movies, so I don't know if that's what I'm going to choose. Because no, I no, thought we have, that we have so many to watch. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But you know, no, I thought like this movie as an entirety was very good, and it very well could yeah, yeah. win the Oscar. But we haven't watched the other ones, and you know. It, the only reason we also I... don't even know the Oscar nominations yet. We, we only have the Golden Globes, yeah. Um, which which kind of help us help us move forward until the Oscar nominations are are released, which should be in January, right? They normally come out in January. Yeah, they do, and then it's like February. Is it it's... used to be February? But last year it, it was it was pretty late, wasn't it? Wasn't it like in April? In like April or something? Yeah, wasn't it? So we literally like next month is gonna be hellish for us like once once they release these oscar nominations we gotta watch everything depending again. depending on when the oscars are going to air if, if they don't if they don't air till april again we'll have we'll have a bit more time but yeah if they're if they're going back to their february um february um uh air date um when are the oscar 2022 <laughs> <laughs> right is, is that gonna be the no this is, yeah okay. you're right what are, what are the other okay let's see um academy and abc announced oscars 2022 date let's see oh, what, what date is it this is you're hearing this will be will be wait what were they no last year last year it was not on february 28th was it no the 90th this is what it says the academy motion picture arts announced 
2022 Oscars show date and confirmed the 2021. Oh, is this an old article? Did they release these three dates, but then had to delay it? (laughs) It sounds like it. It sounds like it. Because this is saying February 27, 2022, but it's also saying that the, the, the 93rd Oscars was on February 28th, mm. 2021. Okay. I don't, think, I don't think that is correct. Well, I hope that they we'll figure it out. have a, a better Oscars this year, and we'll talk about it when we do our Oscar predictions. Um, but, yeah, so this movie was very simple and took place basically on one street, this street in belfast and you know the yeah on a street and then in like a couple of houses and then like yeah. and then like a school yeah and then like a really cute candy store that the kids that the kids stole from and were being really bad Which was like on the street so it was like yeah and this street was barricaded because the beginning shot was well like the very like first we got some overshot overviews of belfast but then we got the like insular little homes on the street in the neighborhood and that was where we had the uh catholic dissenters or the the aggressors the sorry the protestant aggressors fighting against all the catholic neighbors and yeah so it was kind of like a it was kind of like a like a war on religion almost within these neighborhoods like just the people who were yeah. Protestant did not like Catholics and were trying to run them out of out of the neighborhood. And this honestly has been happening like that the Protestants versus the Catholics in Northern Ireland has been um something that was a, a source of tension and still is today since really the early 20th century. So people wow. kind of were killing each other in the streets from like 1960 to like 1995. Like they, it, it's a, it's a whole thing. There's a lot of history, and they didn't really explain it to us in the movie. But this is just one part of that, and it, it does take place on a street in which these Protestants are living amongst other Catholics because this family is uh, not political. They don't care who their neighbors are as long as they're they're friends and they're they're good people they don't care if they're catholics or they're protestants um yeah and it was such a hard decision to make to leave because you know they have their grandparents are there that they love very much and their neighbors are around them that they love very much and yeah and and it's just it's hard on the family for uh the dad jamie dornan's character to have to leave and only only come visit on the weekends every every couple of weeks yeah because he has a job Um, in england he has a job in london yeah and it's just putting a strain on the entire family and just trying to figure out what's the what's the best decision i mean do you just do you take the risk of getting hurt or getting getting pressured into into joining something that you don't want to because that's basically what merlin's character was Mm -hmm. (laughs) sorry i keep saying merlin colin colin Um, yeah colin morgan right is that what his name yeah um he was basically like pressuring Jamie Dornan's character and his sons to to join his his gang and like yeah. and and harass people. Uh-huh. Um and no one wants that. They didn't want to do that. They don't want to be a part of that. Like that's wrong. And um and uh and yeah, and then and I did get I did get a little sad when when the grandpa when the grandpa died. Um Yeah, he had And then some... they had to leave oh. 
Yeah. And then, then they had to behind. leave, and, and Kimi and I were both like, take Grandma with you. Why can't she come to London with you? Because, like... Why can't she come to England with you? She probably wouldn't, like, like it, you know? Like... I know. It's but... just, like, you think about what Grandma's life would be if she was able to... Like, if she moved with them, she wouldn't have any friends. And if she tried to make friends, it would have been kind of hard. And she just knew all the people that she lived with on that street. She didn't want to have to change her life. Like, she's too old for that, you know? I know, but it was so sad when they're like, we don't want to leave you. And and I'm like, I don't want you to leave them either. (laughs) It's a very hard decision that Kenneth Branagh's family had to make. Um, and I mean, moving is, is a difficult decision for any family and just this whole situation with them living in a very tumultuous place, even like made it even more dramatic, you know? Yeah. And we didn't get too big of a look at the older brother. It was really just about, Mm -hmm. um, the younger boy, which I mean, honestly, his, his only friends was like, you know, the girl he liked at school. Yeah. And then, you know, some of the kids that he would play around with, but mostly it was like, it was that older girl who was getting him into trouble. And oh my I was God. like, she was a little bitch. <laughs> I was like, get out of here. It's like, stop, stop making him do bad things. Yeah. She was like a little instigator. She's like, you want to join was. our gang? You know? No, oh, no one wants to join your gang. Get out of here. <sighs> yeah. That she was a little aggravating. Um, because the kid's so easily swayed, you know. Yeah, he doesn't know what's happening. He He's just, you know, when when she, like, pulls him along on that raid and they go and loot the store. Oh, um, yeah. And, and, he's, and she's just like, take whatever, take what your family needs. And I don't remember what he picked up. It looked like it was a cereal box, but I don't think it was cereal. It was laundry detergent. Laundry detergent. And probably his mom might have said something about needing laundry detergent or something. And, yeah. And... You know, he's he's just overhearing things that he doesn't quite understand, and it's it's all confusing and and scary and oh, I know, and not fun, and not fun. But it's like I love the juxtaposition of this violence in the streets, and then them going like enjoying themselves at like a dance or dancing near the barricade or like yes, going to I see love, the I love the ebbs and flows because that's what it was. Like, yes, scary things happen, but yeah. then you try to put it behind you and move on. And, and there are still good things that can be, can, can happen in your life and, and stuff like that along with the scary. So I love that too. I'm, I'm so glad you brought that up because I, I would have forgotten. Yeah. Um, it was really great. And like they went and saw Chitty Chitty Bang Bang and the whole family yeah. was like, <laughs> I want to see that movie. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen that movie before. So cute. And just like watching. Well, that's right. Chee Chee Bang Bang was in color. Okay. I'm, I'm now remembering back. <laughs> it was. Yeah. The movies. Because they went to see the movies a bunch of times, which, you know, makes sense because the main character is supposed to be Kenneth Branagh and he loves movies. So um, it, it like, it, it's, it kind of harkens back to that and calls back to that, but. Another, like, reason why this movie was so great was because it was, like, about parenting. It was about, like, being a good parent. And it was about, like, the struggles of a parent who's gone a lot of the time, who who still loves his family and loves his wife, but he has to support his family somehow. Yeah. And... Maybe maybe the movie and the play were in color because, like... Because they would have been in color for him, even though the movie was was black and white. So maybe we were, like, seeing it 
kind of through his eyes or something. Because oh like, because he would have technically he would have seen Chitty Chitty Bang Bang and the play. Yeah. In color. Well, of course he would. He can see color. Of course he would. Not technically, he would. <laughs> but in, you're right, Emily. It's vibrant for him because he. It's an escape. It's. It's something that. Yeah. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's just so... Figured it out. It's great. You did figure it out. Good job. Good thinking. <laughs> I also love those little conversations with the pa, like the pop and the son and the granddaughter, grandson, because it was like he was helping him with his homework. He was helping him get his crush. And he was like telling him that he'll always be there for him and giving him good life lessons. And it was just so beautiful. Yeah, they had the whole family had really great chemistry, like this whole group. They're just they were so cute. Like I loved all the laughs they shared and the the screenplay was so good. It was so like natural. Uh-huh. It was so full of love and full of fun and it was it was it was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> like fuck it. Like at the very end I was like I was like Kenneth, like when I saw his name. <laughs> you didn't even know throughout like, the okay. entire movie. Wow. I love Just it. Just the entire time, I was like, I was like, I fucking love this movie. And at the very end, I was like, Kenneth, okay, <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, okay, I see you, Kenneth. <laughs> it's, it, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I thought it was beautiful. I cried at the beginning when there was all that violence. Um, I cried like yeah. when they were watching the movies. I cried when the, uh, she when Katrina Balfe was talking to, uh, Pa like Jamie Dornan in in the car about moving away and it it was very beautiful and moving and then i cried at the end when the grandma was talking to them <laughs> i just it was like yeah. so much god but really the beginning when that the tears were really flying through my face because watching all the violence of the people just looting and riding and smashing windows and it was so loud and scary and there was that like you know, the car blew up and the kids were like, and Katrina Bow's character was just trying to get her kids safe. And I was like, yeah, oh, I was really feeling it. And how horrible and scary that situation must have been. And there's just like so many people in the world that still live like that, like in fear of things like that happening every day. And completely, it's just like so heartbreaking and, and, they just like went through a lot of shit the poor the poor irish <laughs> they just like had like a civil war for decades yeah. so it's it's just it's horrible that's terrifying yeah it's it's pretty scary so i would say that this one was this was a good movie in relation to that there's another one like there's there's a lot of them they're a little bit more gruesome than this like movie like this movie was fine but nobody really like got hurt you know and like they didn't really publicize on the fact that like people were dying like he said like jamie dornan said like you know like there's kids that are just as young as him getting murdered on the next street over and that was happening and we didn't really, like, see it because it was supposed to be from the kid's perspective. So he didn't really see it. Right. So, and he was probably being shielded from a lot of that mm-hmm. anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, they were trying I think the to. only... Yeah. Like, I don't remember seeing, like, any blood, really. Um, 
unless it was like bumps and bruises or something, maybe some slight cuts. And then, I mean, I don't even think we really saw Colin Morgan's character get like, like he got shot, obviously, but I don't, it wasn't like a, wasn't like a huge gory scene. No, but it was very tense. Um, Like with the military on either side of them and stuff. It was, it was pretty crazy. Um, Yeah. Also, their accents are really fun. Really reminding me of Dairy Girls, which also takes place uh, near, near there um in dairy so their accents are just pretty much very very similar to the belfast accents and they're just great accents yeah yeah they are i love dairy girls so much it it is a it's a similar feeling to this movie in the fact that they live amongst the horrific things that are happening but they're still just teenagers growing up and going to school yeah and like living their lives but like amongst this like horrific warfare so yeah it is an interesting like juxtaposition that people really did live and like figure out how to have happy lives you know right <laughs> yeah around all this this hate and destruction mm-hmm. yeah so good good job kenneth <laughs> I see you, Kenneth. We got to watch more of his other films that he's directed, like Much Ado About Nothing. That's apparently very good as well. Oh, gosh. What? Did you, oh, gosh. Is it a car? Did you just hear? Oh, gosh. What, what, uh, there's, you know, how it is out there. They, they, people honking like crazy. No, it's not honking. It's it's an amber alert. Oh, I didn't get. I'm sorry. On my phone. <laughs> I oh, thought you were goodness. talking about the honking outside. No, I no, I was not hearing any honking. My my yeah, I literally was having an amber alert on oh, my phone. Oh, those things are um, really we loud were, too. They like really make. As we were talking, I watched not much. Not, whoa, <laughs> much do about nothing. <laughs> yeah, I watched that. Oh, what do you think? I don't. I don't remember liking it. But okay. but I also have a hard time. I also have a hard time watching um, Shakespeare, Shakespeare stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's it's hard for me. It's hard for me to enjoy it. Uh huh. Um. Cause I don't know what's happening. Um, but um, <laughs> but in a way, uh, I don't know. It's it. It was. I, I think I rented it from Netflix DVD, like probably in in college. So um, I don't. I don't remember having too much of an opinion on it. Um, but I do remember seeing Kenneth in it. Um, but yeah, so probably worth another watch. But um, but yeah, I don't know why we were. <laughs> I don't know why we were on such a on the fence with Kenneth for so long, but um, but uh, I think we officially hopped over. We're we're back on the side of Kenneth for now. Uh, yeah, I mean, for, for I now. mean, I'm like, I don't know. Like, I still don't. I never love hated him. him. Like, I never, I, but, I, but I was just like, just whenever I'd see him, I'd be like, oh, Kenneth. Like, uh, he, just, I, yeah, I, you know what it is. I think he just is a little bit like. He's he's like overpraised in a lot of like he can do no wrong kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm, I think that's mm-hmm. that's why we are like everybody loves Kenneth. He's such a good Shakespearean actor. He's such a good Shakespearean director. You know, it's like it's a little pretentious sometimes. But this movie, it was good. So I'm not gonna well well deserved. Yeah, well deserved. Great job. <laughs> Great job, Kenneth. Great job. Yeah, it's fun. Um, looking at these plot keywords, we've got violence. Protestants, Catholic Church, a civil conflict, the Troubles. That's right. They're the called, Troubles. They're called the Troubles. That's oh, that's what that, the, that's the term. The violence between Protestants and Catholics 
in Ireland was about. Um, and also oh, the okay. the uh, there's another movie called Seventy One, I think, that has. Oh my God, what's the actor? Uh, I'm not gonna remember what his name is, but he was in Skins. He was in Unbroken. Mm. 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 <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Mm. <laughs> Jack? Jack? Jack O'Connell. Jack O'Connell. Jack O'Connell. Yes, oh, I goodness. love him. Um, he was in this movie that when I was like, it was like 2014, I think, when I was in, in the UK. And this movie came out. And I think it was called 71. And I watched about half that movie. And I, I had to stop because it was so violent. Like, I stopped once he walked out of a bar and the bar blew up and then this kid was carried out of the bar who didn't have any limbs anymore. And I was like, I can't oh watch this God. anymore. What? I just can't. I'm sorry. Oh my god. It was so horrific. And I just, it, you know, and that's what happened. Like that, that is what the, wow. the troubles were. So it just was so violent and so sad that I didn't watch the end of the movie. <laughs> Yeah, I never watched. Uh, I never watched seventy one, but I uh, I really I remember really enjoying um Unbroken. Yeah, he's great. I mean, he's a good actor. Hope we see him more in the future. Um, and wasn't he in like a show or something that we watched or a movie? Was he in a show? He's in Was Skins. He in... Wasn't he in a western that came out recently? Oh, in God Injustice, Godless, Godless, Godless. Yeah, great show. Same creator yeah. as uh, Queen's Gambit. That's that's the the guy. So good. I know. So good. Such a good show. So good. <laughs> okay. I should I should rewatch that. Um. Did you read the plot oh, keywords yeah. yet? Did you do that? I I did I did. That's 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 how we got on the topic of the troubles. Okay. I didn't know that that's was right. what that I was what they were called. Remember now. Now we are moving okay. right along on the schedule. Um, we are now at the at the Metacritic. Yeah. Metacritic score, Alessandra. We have a seven, get? 77. So it's kind of also it links us to Spencer, who got a 76. Um, we've Looking got... Metacritic here. We've got four mixed reviews and 41 positive reviews. And no zero negative reviews. Negative reviews. Yes. Well, what? But and of course... I... I will go down <laughs> to the lowest, to the lowest mixed review, which we've got two fifties, which, yeah, not bad, which is good. Yeah. Uh, let's see, which one do I want to read? Um, I'm gonna read this. Uh, this one from IndieWire. I gave it a fifty. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. And this scattershot crowd pleaser renders them both in such broad strokes that it seems as if Brana can only imagine the Belfast of his youth as a brogue-accented blend of other movies like it. Mm. Well, that that was mean. I don't think that that's... <clears throat> I don't know. What other movies? What other <laughs> movies are like this? Yeah, why don't you, like, say? Because I don't really feel... I don't know. This this one felt original enough. Like, I don't think it was, like, pulling too did. much from, like, too many other things. I mean, I'm not saying I've seen every single every single movie on the planet, but like, but this this felt very original to me. 
I'm going to read this 90 from Wall Street Journal. It says, there's only one trouble with this semi-autobiographical account. It's so polished, so spirited, funny, and skillfully calibrated that it could be taken for a while as a crowd pleaser and not a lot more. Sign me up for the crowd, though. This surely is the most pleasing film I've seen so far this year, but also the most affecting. Okay, so people are people are liking it just because it was like a crowd pleaser. Yeah, and it like does have a lot of pop music, and the beginning is a little bit cheesy. Um, yeah, with the, with the pan over. Yeah, I mean it's fine. It, there was like it, it was fine, but the I don't know. I think the music, to be honest, was not my favorite part about that. Was that it was like. The music it chose at the very beginning was very upbeat and like very yeah. like, which was fine. Yeah, I do remember that. But I I, I like the music in, in the other parts. The sixties. Yeah, I, I yeah. was like definitely definitely coming into this movie like I did not expect this the next scene after this like kind of upbeat music like beginning to to then be what it was. You know, right, right. Like because because again I knew nothing about this movie I didn't even know that it was set in nineteen sixties. Um, wow. And you didn't know anything about this movie. You didn't know anything. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I was like, oh, is this gonna be like a fun, upbeat movie? No. Well, no, 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 no. it kind of was. I mean, there's it, was. it, 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 it was. had a nice balance. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll just read the CNN 90 as well because I think it's kind of funny. Branna has directed all kinds of movies over the past 30 years. From his frequent adaptations of Shakespeare to Cinderella and the aforementioned Thor, it's perhaps appropriate, though, that his most personal film would also turn out to be his crowning achievement. Hey, there you go. There I'm going to read one of these. One. Did we read a 100 already? No. We, sh- we, sh- we should pick one. We should pick one. You um, pick one. I, I am. I am. Oh, are you? Um, I mean, I'm trying. <laughs> I don't know which one I want to read. Um, Chicago Sun-Times says it's deserving of double-digit Oscar nominations. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, I I did like that line. I did like the very beginning line. Um, Everyone has a story from from childhood that that remains vivid in memory. And that feels important enough to immortalize in art. That's a nice line. Yeah. I like that. Have you, do you see on the side of this Metacritic thing, the current movie releases by Metascore situation going on over here? Current movie releases by Metascore. Yes, I do. Look at what is on the top. Uh, West Side Story? Yeah. This is a shocker. Wow. 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 Yeah. Wow. 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 Okay. All right. Any lasting comments about Belfast and or Spencer? <clears throat> I love Katrina Balfe. That's it. I love her. I love her so much. I love her so much. <laughs> She's so fucking beautiful. I, uh, I wish I was her. That's it. That's all I have to say. She's so beautiful. Kristen, great fucking job. Yeah. Kenneth. Great fucking job, man. Um, Jude Hill and the, the child. Great fucking job. <laughs> oh, it's great, great fucking job. I'm rooting for you. I'm rooting for you, little man. Oh man. Um, 
So that was that was Belfast and Spencer. If you enjoyed this episode, please let us know. You can rate and review our show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. We're also on, M- on Amazon Music and Spotify. And if you need notifications on future episodes that we release, please follow our social media. We have Twitter at By the Popcorn, Instagram at All By the Popcorn Podcast, Facebook, All By the Popcorn Podcast, like and follow our page. Um, and YouTube. We we film some of our episodes and we put them up on YouTube. So please check out our channel. Um, just search All By the Popcorn Podcast and subscribe to that. And um, check out our TikTok. Um, it's uh, just search All By the Popcorn Podcast and look for our little logo. And if you want to email us, say hello, let us know what movies we should be looking out for, for Oscar season, or just in general, um, you can email us at allbythepopcornpodcast at gmail.com. And also, please check out our merch. We'd really appreciate it. And we've got a really cute logo that would look great on a multitude of things. Um, Thank you for listening. And we'll talk to you in the next one. Goodbye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.